Hey, Speakeasy listeners, it's the Strategy Series. Minisodes that give you an actionable shot in the arm on marketing, media, and management. Grab a cocktail or not, here we go. So Karen, what if I question you about questioning everything? Sure, let's do it. I know you have some thoughts about why questioning everything is important. Do you want to tell us about that? Sure. You know, I think as creatives, we're very used to layering our questions and our discovery process to find the solutions for our clients. And But there are times we get stuck, right? Plenty of times. And I think that it's not that forcing answers is where we kind of go. At least that's where I go, trying to force the answer. But rather, I'm going to suggest that it's really just looking at questions in a different way. So, you know, confirmation bias is something that our brain, you know, filters you know, for info that already kind of fits inside of our realm of experience or our beliefs, you know, our values and beliefs. And so that's kind of the database that we're always operating inside of. So that's where you're going to, that's the laziest and easiest access to tap, right, to solve a problem. And, And because our brains are wired to solve problems, we kind of go to that database, to see what's in there and see if it fits inside the the hole. If we've got the peg that fits in the hole. But I think when we don't have the answers, we're we're looking for a different set of, you know, pegs inside of our brain and they just sometimes don't fit. So I think, you know, if you can try to ask questions in a different way, it allows you to access a new set of possibilities for answers. So, um, you know, why is this not working or why does it work and defend that position, right? Or how does this, how does this particular solution, how is it directly related to our client's problem? Or what if we tried it in a different way? What if we tried it in a way that was for a different target audience? Now let's bring it back to what if, what if it was long instead of short, how would you fix it? And so just asking questions to kind of allow your team and you kind of work yourself through the process instead of linearly or kind of almost serpentining your way to the end of the to the end of the line. And I think short questions are best. I think simple questions are best. You definitely have to have open-ended questions and you always have to make a space that's safe for people to answer. That's such great advice and it makes a lot of sense especially for creative problem solving like you and I do it every day but the same is true for business right asking these kinds of questions yeah and I think this is kind of fun where you can get extra juice out of this one because if you're willing to um, have discipline in answering creative problems in this way you can have discipline um, around answering your business questions in this way or, or solving your business problems so you know, I try very hard to make it a practice when I'm working with my team to say, you know, especially before we we depart a virtual meeting, you know, how can I help? Am I holding you back from moving forward on this? Or asking questions, how is it going with Project X? You know, just making sure that you're opening up those questions so that you can hear how things are going, uh, so that you can pull information from your team and ask what else they need because they may not have that at top of mind. But I think when you're talking about um, outside of your team and outside of the product or service that you're delivering, it's, you know, evaluating, you you talk about brand audits and shifting over time, you know, what do I want my story to be? Am I being consistent with my vision? What needs to be retooled or realigned? What social causes am I committing myself to support? Asking yourself these questions in a way that allows you to have intentional thinking, but then 
there are other things like finances, you know, or, or marketing where you might be thinking where on one hand, it would be very easy to say, oh, I really need new clients. Where am I going to find new clients? Or how am I going to grow my business? As opposed to who do I know that could introduce me to a prospect? Just asking yourself those questions in a different way kind of opens up new avenues for answering them. That makes so much sense. Just sort of flipping the script on the questions that you ask on a regular basis to get a new, smarter answer. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've always said that my favorite part of my job is to ask people questions. I'm a professional interviewer and I love thinking in advance of not necessarily making a list of questions, but how how could I dance inside of a conversation to elicit responses that are thoughtful and meaningful? And so I really enjoy the process of thinking about questions. And does that include questioning yourself? Yeah. I mean, I'm for sure human. So sometimes I will ask questions that are not particularly helpful, like, why can't I solve this problem? Or why aren't I finished yet? Well, <laughs> but you want to just be really <laughs> careful that you're there. You're not asking yourself the wrong questions. You have to speak to yourself in the way that you would want somebody else to speak to you, right? You have to be kind. You do. And you have to give yourself a little bit of grace and a little bit of patience. So give us some tips. What should we not ask? What are the wrong questions? Well, I think for sure, number one, you have to get rid of doubt. So, you know, my doubt is often driven by fear or concern. So what if I don't get this bid? Uh, what if I don't win this biz? You know, I get emotionally attached to wanting to win a job. What if I don't? How come I can't come up with a, a more creative solution where I feel like I'm pushing the output rather than the process? So you have to be really careful about letting doubt seep in. But when you're working with your team, you have to allow that safe space for answers to come forth. You have to allow the right amount of time for answers to come forth. And, um, you know, you have to be well-intentioned. You can't, you know, there's no room for passive aggressive in the creative process, right? No, there's not. And that's really not healthy when you start to get aggressive or critical or um, nitpick ideas to death. That's not where you come up with your best stuff. So what's our parting thought there, very wise leader? <laughs> I just think everybody, you know, I use this word all the time. It's my favorite word, as you know, but I think you always have to let curiosity lead the way. I think when you're allowed to play with um, your curiosities, um, focus on kind of how come, what if, how does it work, and allowing that curiosity to be your guide, that you will arrive at a beautiful answer. I love that. What a great strategy for driving your business forward. Thanks. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Jen. 